0: Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.
1: It's six thirty, and you're listening to Breakfast Business on News Talk with Gavin McLaughlin. Coming up this morning, the end of Facebook and Instagram in Europe. Irish authorities move closer to banning transfers of EU user data to the US in a move that parent company Meta has warned could see the social networks shut down here. And I'll speak to Deputy Emer Higgins on her bill proposing new gender quotas on boards, not just for big companies but for lots of small ones as well. First, though, as ever on a Friday, I'm joined for a look at the papers and the markets by Aidan Donnelly from Davy. Morning, Aidan. Morning, Gavin. How are you? I'm good, thanks. On the front of the Indo, one of these big institutional landlords is plotting some big rent hikes.
0: Yeah, I suppose it was only a matter of time before we started to see this story. Uh, the end are carrying it today that one of the big cuckoo funds are, are planning to demand double-digit rent increases on its properties. Um, now you might wonder uh, when you look at the these things they're in certain uh, rent-controlled areas. So how can they do this? But it seems there is a, an ability to roll up a few rent increases into one if if the the market has moved on. So this is Gray Star, the big uh, US real estate. Uh, uh, company. They own about 600 units in Dublin um, and they're already one of the um, the, the, some of the prices that they charge are are already some of the highest in in the city and now they're planning to put through uh, even bigger increases and I suppose they have been uh, emboldened to do it really because they've just finished uh, raising a significant amount of money uh, to go out and buy more uh, properties in their key areas of UK Ireland and, and, and parts of Europe
1: yeah, and obviously this is the kind of thing that sticks in the craw. I suppose they'll say, look, we have investors, they're demanding, you know, protection against inflation and so that's why we have to do this. Uh, this piece in the Irish Independence says, just in relation to the rent pressure zone rules, says the rules allow landlords to roll up multiple backdated rent hikes in one go if the rent has stayed the same for several years. Uh, and the other thing, of course, is rent, uh, new sort of rentals are, are unaffected by the caps. So you can set the price uh, according to the market. Sticking with the Indo... This one is really interesting. Peter Bellew, who has just resigned as EasyJet Chief Operations Officer, seemingly approached Aiden to be the new boss of the DAA.
0: Yeah, and it looks like Peter's not looking for a nice, quiet, early retirement just at this stage. He's certainly <laughs> going to throw himself back into it. He was obviously just the chief operating officer of EasyJet, and before that, he had a very senior position in, in Ryanair, and people remember that when he left Ryanair, there was a big court case about whether he could join a, 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 the competitor EasyJet, and ultimately he did win that. Uh, but now he's uh, one name among many, I think, from the from the aviation industry that are are rumoured to be um, trying to be tapped up for this new job at uh, Dublin Airport Authority because obviously the existing uh, Chief Executive Dalton Phillips is due to leave in September. He's, he's going to, to be the, the top job at Green Corps. So I think it'll be very interesting to see who is going to like to, the, the carry candidates that come forward for this, because obviously it is a very difficult job right now. And you're certainly going into a a baptism of fire when you take over this job with everything that's going on at the minute.
1: Yeah, and the other thing about it, I suppose, is you'll end up probably taking a substantial pay cut if you're moving into the civil service, basically, from, you know, a big listed uh, airline. Uh, Peter Bellew, of course, he's been in, in the headlines a lot. You, you mentioned he had this row with Ryanair and then he's resigned this week at EasyJet amid chaos uh, with their schedules. Now, they're not the only airline that's had that problem, but uh, lots of flight cancellations, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. Finally, then, a look at the Irish Times. And interesting here on the NTMA, they're seeking to ease any fears that people might have about the impact of uh, rising interest rates and, and increased borrowing costs on the exchequer.
0: Yeah, this is, I suppose, if if there's one good, reasonably good news story out there this morning when it comes to everything that's going on, this is probably it. The the NT made, to their credit, um, under uh, their new chief executive, Frank O'Connor. Frank used to, uh, before he was made chief executive, was obviously head of of the, the Debt. Uh, raising part of the, the NTMA, and they went out over the last couple of years and have been very, very uh, active in what's called terming out. So, trying to push out the maturity of all the debt that they've been raising, so that you you don't get this, you know, near term requirement to be repaying large amounts of 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 uh, the debt that's outstanding. And particularly given the fact that we have seen interest rates rise uh, over the last six uh, seven months in Ireland. So, what they're saying now is that they have pre funded. About sixty percent uh, of potential of what they need for this year already. But it, as I said, the more important thing is, is when you look at the average maturity of uh, the debt that's outstanding. It's at nearly eleven years, which is one of the longest in Europe. So it just means that you know when when we look at the repayments that need to be made in in, in the near term, it's uh, um, a lot lower than many of the other European countries. Yeah. Let her out right there and that's a positive.
1: Yeah. And obviously it gives you time to adjust your policies if, if there's a problem and, uh, you know, you need to take account of, of a big spike in, in borrowing costs. Moving on to the markets then. The thing that has struck me most this week is the euro dollar. Very close to parity. It is going to happen, isn't it?
0: It's getting very, very close. Uh, Whether it will or not, uh, I I, I suppose when you get a big round number like that, it it tends to focus the mind a little bit. What I would tell you is there is a very, very long dollar position out there and has been for quite some time. People have been buying when when this attitude and and risk-off sentiment, people get a little bit nervous. There's a natural kind of move towards the dollar and we've seen that and when you when you look at any of the hedge fund positioning and things like that, you see that you know most people are holding dollars against all the major um, uh, currencies out there, be it euro, be it sterling, be it yen, uh, be it Swiss franc. We've seen a big move in, in, in all of those exchange rates uh, over the last couple of months. And I suppose the, the, the question ultimately is going to be, is it necessarily a good thing? And, and you know, we, we, we'll we we'll see very interesting news coming from cor- US corporates over the next couple of weeks as the second quarter earnings season starts off. And this is a real problem for them with the, the dollar, euro, or the d- general dollar strength like this. So we, we we could see an awful lot of, of companies complaining about that. So given those two things, I suppose it's it's you know uh, my own sense would be that we we should start to see the dollar weaken off a little bit uh, over over the next couple of months. But you know the only people that are probably very happy are all of the, the US tourists that are in Europe currently. Um they're 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 doing very very nicely with their their, their holiday spend at the minute.
1: This week seemed to be reasonably positive on the equities front.
0: Yeah, it is, and, and look, I think we're, we're coming into the the, the the very very quiet time of summer. There is, uh, given everything that's gone on, that you know the, the the negative sentiment that's been in the market the first six months, we will probably see a little bit of unwind of the the, the short. Uh, market position that's out there as people just take their their foot off a little bit and and just square away books for for the the quiet summer months of July and August. Uh, Likely to see probably continue on for a couple of days. Volumes remain very, very low. So it's not as if there's a a sudden sea change in sentiment or anything like that. But I think it's more of a, a technical rally rather than anything else.
1: Yes, yeah, one of those things. Once volumes are low, individual moves have a, have a greater effect. All right, we leave it there, Aidan. Thanks very much for that. That's Aidan Donnelly there from Davy Breakfast Business
0: with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.